Back. Welcome back. Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm Pat Renwick. If you're just tuning in, we got Aaron Martins on the Skype machine. And also want to let you know, uh, wishing Gerald Swindle a speedy recovery. He won't be in tonight uh, having some trouble with that knee surgery. So Gerald will reschedule. But right now, we got, we got, you got your buddy, man. The American boy. Aaron Martin's back here, right here. Yay, Mark. Hey. You, they, our studio audience loves you. Do you hear them going crazy? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going absolutely nuts. They're, they're going absolutely nuts. Now, I, I want to ask you about a, a few more things, and, 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 uh, and, and then we'll get back into more ridiculousness, okay? Cool. Okay. Uh, tell me about a, a red wing Blackburn pattern. I know people laughed at me about that one, but it was really no, bad. dude, it was pretty serious. Uh, yeah, I mean, I caught a lot of fish in California, especially in the reeds, uh, a lot of the San Diego lakes. I fished a lot, of, like team tournaments down there, and it wasn't uncommon to have a full-grown blackbird in your live and you go call, like, call a fish. You look in there, there's a bird floating. So I've always known that as a young age that they eat just about you know anything that fits in their mouth, the bass is going to eat. Uh, blackbird is definitely not off the menu. Um, Havasu is this, uh, I, I clean my live wheels out every day, especially when you catch a lot of big fish. Like I was catching a lot of good sized fish and they scales and they, you know, they regurgitate and they actually poop too. And you get a lot of stuff in your live wheels. I have a little, like a little, like a little aquarium net and I always scoop it out. And that, that morning before that, was it third day or the last day, third day, I guess it was, I had scooped out a bunch of black, you know, there's a bunch of stuff floating in the live wheel and it's kind of like. At first, I was like, what is that? And I looked at them, and they're little feathers, like little baby blackbird feathers. So I scooped them all out. Those are definitely jam your live wool up. But it kind of gave me the – I kind of already knew that because, like, fishing those reeds, there's nests everywhere, and you'd see babies in them. You'd see babies kind of flapping their wings, or you'd go by a – there'd be, like, a, a nest of coots, and there'd be, like, you know, four or five babies in them, and they'd be, like, kind of walk on the edge of the nest. And you just know the bass are – when a bass comes by and sees that, he's going to try to get one. Or, or I'm sure they get him all the time. You actually hear him get him quite a bit. Uh, so it gave me the extra boost to flip in there like I was because, I mean, you don't get very many bites, but the bites you get are going to be big, and that's what they were. Uh, so I didn't really – it's funny because I had a couple stretches. It wasn't like that all over the place. There was just certain areas where the birds were at, and I knew they were in there, but I actually waited and I watched those stretches. Nobody – Nobody fished them like I was going to, and I got lucky because there's a lot of guys that fished around me. Edwin Evers is one of the guys that me and him were bumping heads the whole tournament. But I watched him, and he was fishing. He wasn't really flipping back in this stuff real heavy, so I kind of knew that was stuff was safe. I was watching any time a guy would pull up and fish, you know, where I was kind of at, I'd watch him, and they they wouldn't go back in there. I was like kind of nervous at first, but you see him flip normal. I was like, good. Yeah, you're not getting it. Nice. <laughs> I knew I knew from experience that's. Probably my favorite tournament like on that I've ever been to is Havasu. That's one of my favorite places to compete on. Uh, I've won a lot of tournaments there, and to me, it's just a really fun lake. And, and dude, and that, was, that was awesome when that it happened. It was, and they were way back in the stuff. And like I said, you wouldn't get a lot of bites, but if you did, it would be, a, it'd be like a four-pound-plus fish. And, and, I mean, and that show, like, I want to tell you a little story that why I asked you about the, the Red Wing Blackbird, because 
my grandpa Paul is the one that got me into fishing. And he would always say to me, he'd say, Pat, if you ever see a red-winged blackbird, there's a bass around there. So if you're going <laughs> down the bank and you see a red-winged blackbird, there's a bass around there. And ever yep. si- and it's come, come to fruition so many times where I've, I don't know if it's a mental thing or, or, just, or just confidence, but I'd throw around those red-winged blackbirds, dude, and catch a fish. Especially yeah, but then in the region, especially in their nesting, yeah. They I don't know if it'll be as good as it used to be, but now it kind of blew it out of proportion. But yeah, it's always been a like Clear Lake and stuff, and the birds in March, April, and the birds getting those reeds. Man, time to flip, <laughs> <laughs> flip it up. Aaron, hey, did those yeah. did those things attack you at all while you were getting back in the nest? Because no, those things can no, be they, vicious. And they chirped a lot, and I, I was careful not to try to hit any of their nests. But they were, they weren't that thick. There would be like a nest every in some areas. It like it seemed like every ten, fifteen feet, it seemed like there'd be a nest. And there was coot nests mixed in. There was uh, coots or the black little mud birds, and they were nesting right on the water. Most of the blackbirds were up off the water a little bit, like in a, in a tangle, you know. And they'd be—you kind of know where they were at, and you couldn't flip it anyways, but you'd flip around them. And they, and they were, the bass were just waiting, like if a seal falls yeah, off. Yeah, I rock. wasn't I wasn't replicating the blackbird, but I didn't need to. I was using like a green pumpkin punch skirt with a green pumpkin menace and a and a speed crawl, just kind of crawdad looking or perch looking. I didn't really have to be black. It was just. That, those fish were there, and if you got the right bait in front, they'd eat it anyway, any color it was. But it was just getting the right presentation, the right fall. And it's hard to get a bait to sink in that stuff because it's so thick. So that's why I used a 30-pound braid, which I kind of think showed a lot of guys how strong 30-pound braid really is. Is it's You can't really break it. Um, if you do everything right, it's not going to break. Um, but I use a lot of light braid, too. Ain't going to happen. Hey, you seem no. like you seem like a really laid-back dude. I'm laid back right now. This is nice. Yeah, I mean, we're enjoying chilling with you, too. I mean, believe believe me. I'm on the couch. This is where I watch TV about twice a year. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever get mean, Aaron Martins? Do you ever get down and mean like somebody's on your spot, dude, or or like somebody's being a real jag bag? I get mad. I I mean, I've had some run-ins with guys uh, a few times. Not not often. Um, It's usually when uh, like a guy will come in on me and maybe – you think he doesn't know about him or you're catching him for a couple of days and somebody, you know, that once in a while it happens, but not, not often. Most, you know, elite guys, uh, most of the guys are really cool. I get more mad at myself a lot of times. Now, it's I don't do what I think I should have done. Like at Malax, I, I found a bunch of schools that guys were on, but I didn't want to move in on them or go fish it with them. And I kept passing up my waypoints. And by the time I was, you know, into the second day, it, I had passed by all my waypoints, and like half of them had boats on them. I just kind of stayed off and looked for more stuff, and that was a big mistake. And I was mad at myself for not going in there and kind of joining the crowd. Hey, spe- speaking of getting mad, now our our producer uh, Andrew Ellenberg, the Ginger Ninja, who you were uh, you were texting with a little earlier before the show, he he loves him some Aaron Martins. It's Man Crush Monday every <laughs> month, every day for the Ginger Ninja, and he said something to me the other day when we were fishing. When he found out you were coming on the show and he said, dude, I would love to fish with him just to watch him think. Now, the thing about you that I notice is that you think out loud a lot of times. Yeah, you, I get in trouble for it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say what's on my mind. You do. And, and I love it. I absolutely love it. It's like now. So we're watching this as you're on camera, um, especially we see it on on Major League Fishing. You know, we 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 hear yeah, you talking it comes out there for sure. Yeah, you're talking to you a lot yeah, on Major League Fishing. Do you do that even when you're alone in the boat? No, I, it's more like I. I'm no, I don't talk. It's just when I'm on like camera, I talk. 
It's almost like I'm trying to talk to like people with. I feel like if I'm quiet, it's. I almost want people to know. I, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't do that when like in a normal situation. There's no cameras. I don't talk that much. But when the cameras are on, I, I tend to talk a lot. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, we it we sense. love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I have the opposite problem. I talk to myself all the time. I never shut I up. Do, I mean, I I do in my head, but I'm usually pretty quiet. Like when I'm out there by myself, I I think quiet. I don't. I talk to animals and stuff, and I get kind of bored after a while. And I've been, you know, taught to cats before and dogs. I, I saw I, that. I saw that. Yeah, birds this, sometimes. This is JP Kitty. He's our little stray cat right here. That's <laughs> it. Hey, you know, I got a cat right here too. I got a new cat. But he's chilling out next to me over here. Nice. Hey, hey, um, what's your cat's name? Let's get him in there. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, of you, uh, bring him over, dude. Bring him yeah, get him I'll on over. over. It's our new cat. He's great, great. My son's cat. He's cool. He's right there, grabbing. We we got a treat. We got a treat for him. He got me yesterday. He got me last night. He was grumpy. I was playing with him. He, he about tore my hand off. He's about the most. He's about the most vicious kitten I've ever seen. He's really cool. Actually, he's a really nice cat. But maybe it's a uh, cougar kitten. He's actually. It's a. He's a blue Russian. There he is. Oh, look at that! <laughs> look Thank at you, that! There he is. That's an yeah. awesome. That's an. It looks like one of those Egyptian cats, man. Oh, he's he's. I, I can't say the words about him. He's like the mean. He's like the. He's gonna be a pretty big cat. He's real long, real long legs, real long. He's got a long face, but he's a. I don't. He's a bad cat. He's like the best cat I've ever seen. Actually, he's a. I think he's about four months old, three months old. Wow. But he's vicious. That's just really nice. <laughs> awesome. Hey, go, going That's back. Going back to the to the idea of how you're thinking. Okay, um, major league fishing compared to the elite series. Oh. How do you? I mean, how do you feel about knowing what your other competitors I like, are doing? I like the fact that you can hear the other guy. I mean, I like it because it kind of lets you know if they're like you need to be kicking yourself in the butt to move on. Um, and I like to know. I like to. It kind of changes your way. You're, uh, I'm still getting used to it, but I'm, I'm getting a little better at. It. But it's hard. It's it's very as as a fisherman in it competing. It's it's pretty. It's it's a level up. It's intense. It's very intense. I mean, it's like the feelings you get in the chest. I mean, everybody goes through it, too. You know, I fished by a lot of guys who were within sight or almost talking distance of each other, and it's it's pretty hardcore, I'd say. Definitely. Well, and, and and we see it. it it's evident. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it's evident out. between all you guys there. What if that happened on the Elite Series? What if they, they threw that in? To, I know it's a different format, but what if they threw in that you knew what was going on with the, with the other guys? And still a five-fish limit. You know. I don't know. There might be some guys that might look for those guys. Uh, the thing about MLF is we all look the same, and you don't know who you're fishing next to unless you're within de- talking distance of the guy. And that's the honest truth. We don't know who each other's are unless you pay attention to what boat they're in, but a lot of boats look the same. And I don't pay attention to what they're in. I won't know who it is until I'm like within where I can actually see the guy's face. So a lot of times I don't know who I'm fishing next to or who's ahead of me. And so if that guy's catching him, unless I see him catching fish and it's coming in on a score track, I don't know who it is. Well, didn't they do it in the classic last year? Didn't they make it they so usually you could do check? It. They used to do it like the they did it for a while every there. day, and then the fishermen said that wasn't cool. They voted on you know to change it. Now it's like the last day. Oh, okay. Just the final but, day. But in, in some of them, we can check the last day. But um, no, it was like every day for a while, and, and it, the guys didn't like that. Because, it, I mean, guys find out where you're fishing. It, they might get a few extra anglers in there that might know, that you're, you know where you're at and might come in. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to encroach on you, and then, yeah. you, and then they're going to turn into your mean cat. 
<laughs> It'll make you mad. Yeah, <laughs> make you mad. Hey, you you're sitting there all comfy on your couch. Oh yeah. You're you're all relaxed, man. And and now I, I would like you to tell us a story, Amart, okay? Tell, I'm not tell, good. I can tell, try. Okay, now I'm gonna create a scenario for you here. Okay, I'm gonna give you some players. And I'm, now you have to be. I know that you have to think on the spot on the water, and you have you have to be creative on the water. I'm going to see if you can be creative from your couch. Okay. All, All right. right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You need to tell us a story, whether it's a, a scary story, a happy story, a sad story, whatever it might be. Now here's the here's the players involved in this story. Are you ready? First yep. off, we have a Victoria's Secret model. Okay. We have Greg Hackney with a chainsaw. We have Zona on a unicorn. Mark Zona on a unicorn. Okay? And we have the, the Mexican werewolf, El Chupacabra. Okay? And we have you, Aaron Martins. Oh, man. You had to pick a tough one like that. Yeah. We have you. All you are the players in the store. So t- can you tell us a, a little story using those people? Do you need me to repeat it? Yeah. I see. Uh, Zona is on a one of those... Horses with a what do they call those? A, a unicorn horn. And Hackney's got a chainsaw. A supermodel, a Victoria's Secret supermodel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Hackney was walking around with a chainsaw. He's got a chainsaw. He How does. Aaron Martin's doesn't get a weapon. Well, Aaron Martin's is a warrior. He he's like an American badass outlaw type guy. Right on. You know that's a, that's what Aaron Martin's is. And and then there's that Mexican werewolf El Chucacabra. <laughs> So I could be like I could be like one of those Avengers or something. Yeah, yeah. Captain America or something. That would that's you. It's your dude. story. You can it, be whatever yeah, you, you want. You're telling us. To tell us a story. Oh man! Once upon a time. <laughs> Once upon a time. It sounds like Hat need, needs to be out in the woods somewhere cutting some trees down. Okay, keep going. I'm intrigued. And and Zona was riding a unicorn. Typical through Hatney's woods, as Hatney was cutting wood for the. Winner, I guess. He cuts wood, yes. And and then the Victoria's Secret model was watching Hatney. Ooh. In her underwear? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then uh and and that, and it, it made uh it made Hatney wanna cut some more wood because it, it was, gave him wood. It gave him wood, so yeah. He wanted to <laughs> cut more wood so he could be warm next to the fire. Yes. And that made him happy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zona, Zona rode through but kept on riding because he didn't want to get in trouble. Yes, that's true because Karen would yeah. kick his ass. And yes. Aaron just Aaron made sure nobody did anything wrong. That's you. Being the good Christian I am. And There you are. And if they started to do something wrong, I came in and told them not to do that. So where's that werewolf come in? <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah, that's, that's the wild card. That's the wild card, sir. A werewolf, he was... Uh, he was. You don't see werewolves. They just come up and kill you if they're real. I mean, I, they're in the dark. And they're, out they're of the blue. Surprising. The guy's like shredded in seconds. So the werewolf was. Well, that has to be. That has to be continued at another times. So the werewolf. I don't see a place for. Him That's right in now. the sequel. That's in the sequel, right? In the sequel. That was totally ridiculous. Thank That's you so time. much. That was that. That was the ridiculousness I was looking for. I'm not there. good at storytelling. I've never been good at faking stuff. Dude, I, you I'm nailed stuck. it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That, that was creative genius right there. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. It, it was creative genius. Hey, we're, we're having I, so much fun I'm with you. I'm terrible at stories, man. I try to tell stories to my kids, and I, I, it would be hard for me. I'd, I'd have to tell them, like, true stories. I could do that. 
You got to tell them about the once upon kids, a time daddy had a, had a 20 pounder. Just remember that one. You can tell your kids that one. That's a good, that's one. A good one. That's a, <laughs> that, that's a good one. Hey, dude, we're having so much fun with you and and uh and Swindle's not feeling well. You want to you want to hang out just a little bit more? Yeah, I can do that. Yes, Aaron Martin's going to hang out for another segment on the Bass Buzz Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Keep it locked. More Aaron Martins when we get back. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> 